0: Are you ready to rewind?
1: Take a nostalgia-filled ride back to a simpler time. It's Acid Wash Memories, a retro
0: pop culture celebration. And now your hosts, Joe Morata and Michael Quinn.
1: Hello! Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 20 of Acid Wash Memories, a retro pop culture celebration. And today we're talking about Punch Out. My name is Joe Murata, joined by the original Soda Popinski, Michael Quinn. How you doing there, Michael? Howdy doody. Howdy doody. Punching. Yes, punching. Punching Punching him out. You are drinking a soda, for the record. That's me. I'm Soda Popinski. Exactly right. With the hair. (laughs) With the hair. Thank you guys so much for being here, whether you have hair or not. Uh, If this happens to be your first time on Acid Wash Memories, you're not immediately put off by this corn. Please uh, subscribe on your favorite podcast app and uh, take a dip into our archives where we have a bunch of other episodes, the archives. the archives, about all different topics. Each week is something completely different, but one thing it has in common, it is a celebration of retro pop culture.
0: It's so fascinating. It's so oh, intriguing. intriguing. People seem to like Pe- it. People so love it.
1: We're going to keep doing it. Let's do it. So thank you guys for being with us here. We will be talking about Punch Out very shortly. But before we knock that out, oh. why don't you jab on over to Twitter, I'm sorry, at AW. WM podcast and follow us there on Twitter. You can also, if you have a Facebook account, yes, Facebook, remember that? People still do that. Some people do. Just like they still play punch out. Exactly, Quinn. Save retro. Yeah, Uh, you can follow. You can actually join our group on Facebook, which is Acid Washed Memories, and the group is basically an extension of the show where we just talk about, you know, maybe the topic of the week or any retro pop culture memories. People talk about music, sports, all sorts of things. Whatever they remember, we got it. We got it. So join that group. It is non-confrontational. It's a lot of fun. It's very chill. It's Mm -hmm. very relaxed over there. Acid Washed Memories on Facebook. But as I mentioned today, we are talking about the Punch Out franchise, um, yes. I'm assuming, as I often try to do, that everyone listening has either heard of or more than likely played at least one game in the Punch-Out franchise. And I would hope so. <laughs> what's great about the the franchise is that there are games from the early 80s that mm-hmm. people maybe that were born in the 70s or even late 60s played, and there are games uh, from, the, from 2009 that maybe kids born in the 90s and beyond played, mm-hmm. and maybe you've played all of them. And we're going to talk about them with a particular focus on the Nintendo Entertainment System version, yes. obviously. But we're going to go through all of them. Are we going to go through the, the rules and regulations of the World Video Boxing Association as I think well? we're going to have to at some yeah. point, yes. Uh. Uh, now, boxing, the sport, we're not doing what is boxing, don't worry. But, Quinn, what is punching? What is punching? It's where you make a fist. Right. And you
0: kind of fling it. I don't, what would be the action? You thrust yeah. it. thrust it. You thrust it at someone's
1: face and yes. it hurts them. Yes. <laughs> might knock them out even It might. you might punch them out yeah (laughs) obviously you guys know what punching is you know what boxing is but boxing video games quinn it's interesting they were around before punch out this is true they're still around sega's heavyweight champion if you're curious was the first ever boxing video game 1976 in the arcade perhaps owing its inspiration to the hit movie rocky one of the machines lets 98 pound weaklings play heavyweight champion very primitive. And there have been a ton of them over the years. Some of my favorites are like Evander Holyfield for Genesis. There was Foreman, uh, KO Boxing, and Foreman for Real on Super Nintendo. There's also that weird one on Atari back in the there day. There is Atari Boxing. Weird, it's like the, the characters look weird. Well, that's every Atari game. Yeah, uh, But I know the one you mean where they're like j- they, jello they're, they're or something. Very, they're very stringy. They, they look like lamps. I'm not yeah. really sure. And there's been franchises like the Fight Night series, the Rocky series. Yeah. like based they just on, made Rocky. <laughs> yeah, why the hell not? Uh, Knockout Kings. A lot of successful ones. A lot of realistic ones, but I would say that none have captured the imagination quite like the unrealistic but hyper addictive and challenging Punch Out series, Quinn. Punch Out with exclamation points. Yes. Well, it's very serious. It's very 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 exciting. It is very exciting. 11 world class contenders. Take them down with your controller,
0: beat them all, and you've got a shot at Tyson's title.
1: I love the series in general. I would say my favorite is to this day still uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out for Nintendo. Yeah, I think so. And I also really liked Super Punch-Out, Uh, Now, that could be generationally because of when we were born, which is the mid-80s. Those are the two that we had the most access to. But we might have some folks listening that love the arcade one more than anything. Or some people might like the Wii one. Exactly. So we want to hear from you. Do that on Twitter or, of course, on our Facebook group. Let us know your memories of Punch-Out!, your favorite Punch-Out! game. But let's get into it here. Why did this capture the imagination? How did this all start? Because there were boxing games before. Mm -hmm. There have been after Why was Punch-Out one of the most successful and most memorable? Nintendo. Nintendo. (laughs) That's why. 100%. Now, we've already done a pretty good history of Nintendo in our 16-Bit Wars episode, which you can Mm -hmm. find where, Quinn? In the archives. In the archives. But just to really sum it up here, Nintendo was uh, started as a playing card company Mm -hmm. in the late 19th century. And then they became game wizards. They eventually did toys and became game wizards, yes, Yes, in the
0: 70s. Game (laughs) Morlocks. I don't know what to do. These these guys know how to make a damn video game.
1: They They still do. They still do. And their first killer app, if you will, was uh, Donkey Kong 1981. That was a huge huge smash arcade hit, and it was followed up with 1983's Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. not to be confused with Super Mario Brothers. This is the single screen game yes. where you play as Mario and or Luigi. The and precursor. The precursor. That was especially big in the United States, so that brought Nintendo to the forefront as far as arcade game developers were concerned. And in 1983, Nintendo previously had overbought, coin, they had overpurchased a large stock of arcade monitors, yes, based on sales projections for Donkey Kong and Mario Brothers. Yes, if
0: I recall, the, the, it's it's some weird like space game or something that was like that from was the seventies. That was like part of all of the, yes. the technology that they were like make a game for this because we bought too many. Right? We
1: bought too many, and if anyone knows anything about you know business economics. Unsold inventory just sitting on your floor is making you zero dollars. Usually right. losing you money.
0: It's funny that this is kind of the the genesis, if you will, the of, of, of Punch Out. Right to me, it speaks to just how Nintendo is. Um, they'd always work with what they had, you know, or whatever the situation may be. Right, sure. I and mean, they were never about pushing. Overpowered hardware or anything, right? They really weren't. It's always, it's always very economical. I mean, when you look back to the Game Boy, for example, I mean, that they could have made something better than that, but they were like, well, we want it to last like 12 hours or some crazy crap, right? So we've really got to dumb this thing down, right?
1: Absolutely. And it's the same case here. They were actually also experimenting with certain microchips that allowed for zooming on the sprites. Mm hmm. In the midst of all of this. Scaling. Scaling, exactly, yeah. Quinn. And the initial idea after the space game was, well, why don't we make a dual screen, a side by side, a racing game with huge sprites, since we have these chips and we have the the monitors. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you know what? This is not going to happen. That's that. Not going to work.
0: Nintendo would later make um, a racing game that was popular in Japan. I believe F one Nintendo F one racing or something like that. Yeah, where Mario's like in a very cute uh, racing outfit. You know, cute Mario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, look, I can fix the car. <laughs> let's <a>
1: go. <laughs> but this whole let's make the sprites big thing. Let's use a two monitors. It didn't die out with this racing idea. Someone came up with the idea of, well, what if you make a boxing game with very large boxers. Hmm. And why don't you use one screen for the actual boxing action and then your top screen would have stats like the tail of a tape, it would have maybe the card of who's fighting, banners, things like that. And thus the idea for Punch-Out was born. I find
0: it this you know, this whole thing interesting too because this speaks again to Nintendo has a weird thing about having two screens, no? I mean, even during this time, like Game & Watch. Game & Watch. You know, like <laughs> that kind of thing. And then eventually the the DS and they brought to the consoles at one point with the Wii U. I mean, this company has a history with two screen video games. Yeah, that's right? an they, interesting point. They really like this concept over there.
1: I guess so. I mean the impetus here was we had too many monitors, which yeah. is really funny. Uh, there are two people that we need to talk about that were involved in the development of this game. One of them was Genyo Takeda, who had joined Nintendo in 1972. He worked in their R&D2 department research and development, mm-hmm. and then moved over to R&D 3, which at the time was the smallest of the R&Ds. Later, this gentleman, much, much later, was one of the lead developers for the Nintendo Wii. So he would go on <laughs> so to be a major go. player. Yeah, That speaks to the kind of company Nintendo is. I mean,
0: I heard it recently, Um, the, you know, the, the new Legend of Zelda came out as sure. a press time, and somebody on Twitter, they made a comment. It was from somewhere, and it actually kind of makes sense. It's like, you know why Nintendo still makes good games? Because nobody leaves. That's a great point. Like, it's still all the, the people who made the Zelda now, they're still the ones who, some of them worked on the first one. Absolutely. Clint. you know, and that, and that speaks to why they're just very good at this kind of thing, right? Yeah. A lot that, of experience. A lot of
1: experience, exactly. Yeah. The other person, speaking of people that never leave, speaking of people that would go on to have a ton of experience, the other person involved with developing Punch-Out!, was shigeru miyamoto of course who uh, has fingers and everything (laughs) he had joined nintendo pretty recently in 77 at this point yeah, he was the newbie he was actually pretty new yeah he was the newbie in town he was uh he was involved with the character design of punch out and obviously if you if you don't know this i guess we should say it he would go on he had done donkey kong right and mario brothers he would go on and do super mario brothers pretty much almost anything mario related and of course uh Legend of Zelda, yeah, that, 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 that was that him, old right? Game, yeah, that, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, so, still very famous name as far as Nintendo is concerned. Also, a third party here. This was the first Nintendo project for the musical director and composer ah, Koji Kondo. Koji Kondo, yeah. who would go on, of course, to do the music for the Mario Brothers franchise. Mm-hmm. And I believe Legend of Zelda. Yes. Yeah, again, people that don't leave. People right? don't leave this place. <laughs> right, exactly. Although I think Koji
0: Kondo did to like do his own he, like he
1: independent music career. And good for him. Yeah. He wrote some catchy tunes. So anyway, this game was developed here, and in February of 1984, for those of you that like the dates, Punch-Out! was released to arcades in Japan, and one month later in March of 1984 in the United States of America i'll say
0: this you know it's funny you say how quickly it came to america yeah this from a, a perspective of like marketing and stuff this has a universal appeal this concept of of doing a sport
1: no i would definitely say And so. i think
0: that makes gives it a little bit of an advantage for
1: appealing to to bigger crowds yeah i think so I, because i'm it's really hard not to relate to just wanting to punch some guy that's annoying you. And on top of it, it's an actual sport. And
0: it's a real sport, too. Right. So I think the concept itself as a whole is a winner,
1: you know? Yeah, because it's not high concept. You don't have to get into fantasy themes and things like that. No, if
0: if you've seen people punch each other... In any, if it, in a movie, a in television a show, hockey,
1: in real life, a bar, yeah, then you, you know what this is, right? You <laughs> know what this is. You have some basic rudimentary grasp of what boxing is, right? And what's great about Nintendo, um, which will become a recurring theme, they're not going for realism here no. in 1983. <laughs> you know, they're not. They're going not for going real- for realism now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. They're not because it's for- all the same people. <laughs> <laughs> it all circles back. Yeah. No, they're not going for that. They're going for a fun experience, and most importantly, a game that people we are going to want to pump quarters into right exactly continually i mean that's the goal right Mm -hmm. more than an artistic achievement the goal is you want people to keep playing the game yes let's be honest here so the original punch out for those of you maybe that have never played it look this up if you never have look into it you know i've only played it like twice myself
0: in like retro arcades that like had (laughs) machines like it was practically a museum
1: well okay you know fair enough i have played it both in the actual arcade and also on emulation. So mm-hmm. I've, I've played it my fair share. Uh, you control a green-haired, and that's due to sprite, you know, color limitations, a green-haired, wire-framed journeyman boxer who sometimes Nintendo retcons into being Little Mac, but that's not his name in the game, Isn't for the just, record. Doesn't he Does he even have no, a name? because you put your initials in.
0: Right, yeah. He's not named. So let's, let's talk one second about this. Okay, so we're starting at, at Mac or whoever he is, Fake right? Fake Mac. Fake Mac. Fake Mac. Wire Mac. Yeah, Wire Mac. This wireframe thing, right? Yes. Uh, to me, this is one of the big standouts right from the jump because that in 1984 looks interesting and like high tech or something,
1: right? It does, and it serves the function of being able to see the entire boxer. Th- right. It's the per- opponent.
0: It's an actually like novel concept. I know some games played with wireframes in the in the mid 80s yeah. like that. It's Nintendo wasn't the first or anything, but it is very cool. I think you it's know, great. I, I think it, it just lends to the, the video boxing nature of it, too.
1: I think so, and I think if if he was solid, it wouldn't work as well in 1984. No, not I just at all. don't think it would. So you're playing him, and he's a journeyman boxer, and your basic moves are you punch. Right. Because <laughs> it's boxing. Punch. You don't kick. Right. It's not, no. not kickboxing. Yeah, no shit. You can do two types of punches. Right. You could do body blow, as the uh, voice, the sprite says, or you could do a punch to the face. You can dodge from side to side and there's a block and you can block, but you can't duck in the first punch out. And there's a KO meter that fills up as you land punches and as you don't get hit. And once that meter uh, fills up, you hit another button on the arcade board and you can do like a super uppercut punch. Yes. Your knockout punch, so to speak, right? And the way this works, now we know typical boxing has rounds that are three minutes, real boxing, I'm right. saying. That's not really going to be realistic for this type of gameplay. So they have one three-minute round, just one. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to win. If you don't win, that's it. You, you'll lose. Right? Get off the machine, Get kid. Get off the machine. We, 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 need, got... we have more customers here. <laughs> exactly. Now, your opponents, and we're going to talk about the boxers introduced, to put it bluntly, they are stereotypes. They are caricatures of many different things. And they would be throughout the series. (laughs) They still were as of 2009, right? The most recent game that was made. But they, see, in my opinion, Quinn... Not only was the concept a good one, you know, cartoonish boxing, great, It really, mm-hmm. because you know you can't make it realistic, so fuck it, let's not yeah. even try to make this realistic. Yeah, but and also
0: you see Miyamoto here, the art design is excellent. It's like, it's
1: incredible.
0: He he picked a theme of this kind of caricature boxer thing, and like right. I think they all the characters fit it, and it just it makes the game seem more dynamic and and more interesting and appealing. It, from, yes, you know, just from a like a visual because a lot of these arcade Games, they were trying to. I mean, you have to remember, these machines were just in a corner somewhere and they were trying to attract your attention as you walked by. Yeah. Right? And, and these be- designs are beautiful, honestly.
1: They really are, and they were very, very large characters. I don't want to
0: overstate that. You yeah. know what I mean? And that was a big deal, believe it or not. If you if you weren't around back then, big
1: sprites was like a technical achievement. Like, exactly. People were like, this is crazy. Yeah, plus it had the other monitor showing a static image of yeah. other things. So, I mean, it was really cool. So, we're going to meet the opponents here, and the opponents to me are another reason, in my opinion, why Punch-Out is so memorable. Mm -hmm. Because every opponent, for the most part, is very different, has different attacks, different quirks, different patterns to figure out. Yes. And they're all of varying difficulty for different people. This is true. Which is very fun. So, what I'd like to do, Quinn, is run through them here, and then when we get to the NES version, we can spend some time on the ones that also appear in the NES version. carried over, right? Correct. So... Oh, I, you know what? I also want to mention here. The music, uh, the theme, was actually the Gillette Cavalcade of Sports Boxing theme. Excuse me. Yeah, and some people don't know. This is from the 1950s. Let's take a listen to this. It'll probably sound familiar to you. Yeah. Huh. That's funny, isn't it? That- So now you know. (laughs) 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 We don't want to upset Andrew Rogers, (laughs)
0: Quentin.
1: All right. So the first opponent, a Nintendo icon. Yes. An icon for being a loser. A big loser. One in 99. Always his record from Paris, France. Of course, we're talking about the training character. Glass Joe. There he is, Glass Joe. Glass Joe. And again, we'll have more on him in Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Right. Glass Joe. But the eternal loser, you know what I mean? What a loser. And obviously the idea here is to give the player confidence that hey, I can figure this game out. I can play this he game. He basically like do- isn't even like a pattern or anything. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just garbage. He's just a punching bag. Yeah. After him is Piston Hurricane from Cuba. Piston Hurricane. And he's a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Slightly. Then we have another icon. Bald Bull. Bald Bull from Easton So, Bald Not Bull. Not Constantinople. If
0: I recall, he's like, he's one of the first like, okay, this guy is like, he's a tough customer this- and, he's, and he's got a trick to him. And I wanted to wait till the NES to say this, but I think you kind of have to even at the beginning. So, Punch Out is a weird game. Because it's not a traditional boxing game in a sense of like sport and stuff like that. Right. It is a puzzle game. It is with a boxing like,
1: like face paint, like a face mask over it. You know. It's a memory game. Yeah. It's kind of a cognitive test. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's it's an involved game. It really uses your mental prowess.
0: The core of it: every single opponent is a puzzle to be solved. It's not really like a a test of, like, speed or anything like... Or Or skill or luck. Yeah, you have to think your way out of it. And I think that's what makes this series so unique, and that's what its hook is. Yeah. You don't have to be the the fastest draw, like, you know... You have to you have to figure out the timings and like figure out like okay he does this then he does that okay there's the opening right and then you have to remember it because they'll keep doing it over and over again right it's a memory test it's a lot and some of them have and some of the characters as it gets more complicated they'll have one or two different patterns to kind of mess with your head right because then you're like okay he does this one first but then he does this one and then sometimes there's a third and you're like i gotta remember okay i gotta switch up and some of them are completely drastically different within the fight like you have to completely
1: change everything that you're doing i think that's very well said quinn yeah i'm glad you brought that up here so bald bull again more on him later but another feared opponent of the punch out franchise And and he
0: to me always represented one of the the key like puzzle ones because he does have a distinct thing he does that he you does. have to, like, know how to react
1: to. 100%, Quinn. Then comes Kid Quick from Brooklyn. Kid Quick! His whole thing is that he's very skinny, but very, very quick. Yes. Okay? Then we have, I can't believe this is the guy's name. So, we have some stereotypes here, particularly course, I the, mean, the Glass Joe and, yeah. It's Punch Out. And Bold Bull from Turkey. Stern Turkish. But... This guy who'd never appeared again thankfully from Naples Italy pizza pasta pizza
0: pasta pizza pasta yeah that's definitely people's names from Italy I
1: I cannot and I'm <laughs> not offended as a 100% Italian American I don't give a shit I cannot believe You can't the, you almost can't help but laugh cuz it's just so stupid the laziness in naming him that Yeah. you know it's not even a name yeah it's just food <laughs> right like piston hurricane Bald bull. These are names. Kid quick. It's almost like because
0: it was made by Japanese people, it was almost like none of them knew Italian <laughs> right, names, right. and they but they knew the food, right, right? They just looked at a menu. They looked at a menu, and like as a work. I wonder what it sounds like phonetically to a Japanese person when you don't know.
1: English? Maybe or, it sounds badass or something, Yeah, right? maybe it sounds like good or something, <laughs> right? right? It's yeah.
0: like, that's what I'm wondering. Oh,
1: Pizza Pasta, that's a good one. That right? sounds like a badass, right? <laughs> Holy shit, if they are looking at the right menu, we could have had veal scallopini over yeah, here. Yeah. You know, it could have been chicken parm. Mm-hmm. Pizza Pasta is a stereotypical like, 50-year-old with like a widow's peak balding head Italian boxer, and he never appeared again. Now, the next guy is not a stereotype. The final boss of Punch-Out! Is not a stereotype. He is a straight up... Like, he is played straight. Mm -hmm. Besides his name is gimmicky. Other than that, he is played straight as, like, a serious contender, the champion, Mr. Sandman.
0: The champion of the world, Mr. Sandman! Yeah, Mr. Sandman, like, he is, like the prototypical like champion box, like, like
1: Joe Frazier or something. I believe I mean, he actually, they say it's never been confirmed by Nintendo, but the inference is that he, because they're both from Philadelphia and Joe Frazier was popular, not too long before this, like yeah. the seventies that he might be based on Joe Frazier. Yeah. Anyway, if you win, it just loops. Like there's no like, it doesn't go on after that. Mm-hmm. So let's say you beat Mr. Sandman, which is frigging hard to do in the arcade one. It really yeah, is. I mean, and you're all doing this on a quarter. Yeah, exactly. It, uh, it just keeps looping around. I think it might get faster or harder or something like that, but it, nothing else changes. That's called. We
0: need to get them off the machine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and just keep making it harder. And that's pretty standard fare for eighties arcade machines. Anyway, there's no ending. They all do that. Like Gradius,
0: for example, like people who were so good at the game, yeah. it became a game for them to see how many
1: loops they could. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly right. So was this game successful? It was actually the top-performing United States arcade game of 1984.
0: Really, of the whole year, eh? Of the whole year, eh? That's interesting.
1: Very popular. Because you
0: don't hear it talked about in that respect. Like It's it's weirdly forgotten because of the,
1: the NES version later. I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. I do, because you're right. If you're born of our generation, folks, and some of our fans are around our age or a little younger, or even more younger, you might not know how popular Punch Out the arcade game was.
0: But it, it's, it's kind of fascinating, though, to think that just casually the most top-selling game of the
1: entire year.
0: <laughs> like, right? Just, yeah. there it is. Punch, punch out. out. Yeah. And
1: it, Again, for a lot of the reasons that we mentioned, the memorability, the attractability. Especially in that golden era, which means it was making gobs of money because that, that is like prime arcade era. Absolutely is. Yeah. yeah the golden age of uh, arcade gaming, yeah. right? Yeah. So, naturally, they released a sequel, and the brilliant thing here is because they already had the framework, they already had the engine, they already had all this. What do you do when uh, the whole goal is just to fight colorful opponents? Make more colorful opponents to fight. Make more colorful opponents to fight. So, in September of 84, that's it. Wow. Only months later... I mean, the the turnover on these.
0: (laughs) This is not like now where they take, like, six years (laughs) to make a video game. (laughs) Like They were just like, hey, that did good. We need to get another one.
1: Now, now. Like, right, right now. And that's exactly what it was. <laughs> September of eighty four in Japan and October in the United States. So seven months between releases. Here, we are introduced to Super Punch Out, not to be confused with the later title. Right for Super Nintendo. Yeah,
0: this, this is in a, in essence, though, like kind of an expansion pack of some of sorts. T- right today, in, in arcade terms, today would be
1: DLC. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah or an expansion. It's just pack. more guys. It's like the same game. It's new opponents, same game. The only thing that uh, changed is that the difficulty was said to have increased. Okay. Which makes sense because people are familiar with the first game already. Yep. And they added ducking as a way to evade punches. Yes. So you could finally not only block and dodge, but you could duck. So Super Punch Out uh, featured only four characters, five characters, excuse me. You're still playing as the unnamed green man. Mm -hmm. The first opponent here is Bear Hugger from... Bear Hugger. (laughs) Salmon Arm, British Columbia. That's our place. It is! Wait, it is? It is! Salmon Arm? Salmon Arm, British Columbia. We make videos about what it's truly like to live, work, and play here, right in Salmon Arm...
0: Boy, oh boy. You yeah. learn something new every day. I didn't think that was real. If
1: anyone out there has ever been a salmon arm, please send us pictures. <laughs> uh, bear hugger is a stereotypical big, fat, bearded, jolly, maple syrup, swigging Canadian. Logger man. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Just like a logger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got like overalls on and stuff. A wo- no shirt. Yeah. A woodsman, big beard. Canadian bear hugger. A very easy opponent, obviously. yeah Super punch out. Now, after that, you have to fight <laughs> from Hong Kong. Dragon Chan. Dragon Chan. This guy was cool, dude. No, he is Uh, cool. This is actually like... Dragon the, Chan's the one of the
0: more unique opponents that I remember. Well, he
1: fucking cheats. He kicks. He Glenn. can kick you, yeah. It's and not fair.
0: I feel like that's a huge, like, that turns your, that you're like, what the, like, I remember first fighting him in Super on Super Nintendo yeah. and being like, what the, like, <laughs> I don't even, like, guy? is this even allowed? <laughs> right? like,
1: it's, it shouldn't be. Yeah. But again, we're not going it's for just the realism. It's Bruce Lee, <laughs> too. Like, <laughs> yes, it's clearly Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah. Dragon Chan. And then... If you make it past the kicking man, Dragon Chan, you have to face vodka drunkenski. Vodka
0: drunkenski) Vodka drunken very, very real name. Almost as bad as Pizza Pasta. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely the Pizza Pasta this yeah. crew, right? Yes, the Russian Pizza it, It's pasta. just like a tradition now. Like, yeah,
1: we just need someone like We like need this. somebody
0: food-based.
1: <laughs> Food or drink. Now, obviously, that's a Russian stereotype, and the United States, I don't know if you know this, uh, was not in a very friendly terms with Russia in 1984. Were, were they? Well, they no. weren't, as far as I understand. No, Mr. Gorbachev. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Down this yeah, wall well. anyway he can be difficult he can be a pain in the ass yeah then after that great tiger from uh, mumbai which was bombay at the time yes great tiger from india and thus has a turban on with a jewel that glows but he has a cool gimmick the jewel will glow is the tell. Yeah. Right. And like, and that's, that's what point. I thought
0: he was such a cool opponent.
1: Everyone has a tell. That's a great yeah. point. Some of them are like dopey, like bear hugger, just like, mm, mm. like waves. Some of them you are shit. hard to
0: notice. That's why like to me as a kid, I liked fighting great tiger because I, it, I got it. Sure. Right. It, it was understandable what the tell was. Right, it's true. It's yeah. true. And he did a teleport
1: punch and it was a big pain in the ass yeah. sometimes. Yeah, that thing's and that thing keeps coming at you until you know, block it. I know. Like, terrible. And uh yeah, great tiger from India. And then the final boss of Super Punch Out for the arcade is none other than from Hollywood, California, the bodybuilder Super Macho Man. Super Super Macho Man. And now this is before Macho Man
0: Randy Savage was in WF, like in Famous and stuff, this right? This is
1: correct. So you know who he was a pastiche of? Superstar Billy Graham. You got it. Yep. Yep. 100% yep. right. With, down to the hairline. I mean, he looks exactly like him. <laughs> yep. Right? He is a pastiche of Superstar Billy I Graham. I think that's
0: kind of funny and cool all at the same time that a wrestler man yeah. is the boxing man like champion Fuck it. But yeah right? i mean why the hell not yeah
1: and he is a hard opponent in oh, any iteration goodness. yeah he's so fast with the
0: spinning punches and yeah. stuff and sometimes he only does it once and sometimes yeah. he keeps doing it you know the funny thing in punch out when you say fast it's not it's fast but all it means is that you have to duck earlier yeah it's right sudden. It, it mean it, it means that you have to there's like a tell before the tell and that's, that's the trick. We're going right? you have
1: like a fraction of a second to make your decision. But he looks like he's going to do something. Yeah, it's so frustrating. It's, so you
0: know. This game is hard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just always thought that was cool how the timing adjusts to a certain point where it's like, no, it's like it's not a tell like the other guys where it's like yeah. right before. It's right before that right before. The, right? Tell, it,
1: before the, tell, the right? tell before the tell. The right? tell before the tell. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So just such a cool idea. I think so. Yeah. And Super Punch-Out was a cool idea. It also did very well in the arcades. And now we have an unlicensed clone alert, Quinn. Now, what is this? For the Commodore 64. Oh no. The ZX that's Spectrum. Not Nintendo. The ZX Spectrum <laughs> and the Amstrad CPC in 1985, the world was treated to Frank Bruno's oh? boxing. Now Frank Bruno, uh some of our boxing aficionados like Tony Leg Day. Oh, he's going to be mad that I didn't know who that that's is. That's fine. He was a British boxer, but he hadn't yet been world champion by 1985. He was just, a, I guess, a notable enough boxer. But anyway, this was an unlicensed port to this hardware, and it was, suffice to say... It looks exactly like the game. Yeah, just lower How quality. Find out Nintendo.
0: Do you know Nintendo? There's no way that this thing didn't get sued into oblivion even back then. I don't know if it was sued. I don't know how this all worked. I mean, Maybe Nintendo had, just was like, you better fucking not make another one of these. It like, might have been ended, like
1: one of those. It might have been unlicensed, but they still yeah. had permission to do it. I mean it. the characters are even the same. Exactly. Now, this game was actually, <laughs> believe it or not, Quinn, very successful. Of
0: course it was. It's like essentially a port of Punch-Out. Yeah. And the word probably got out because I
1: mean it's the best game of 1984 or whatever. So I just need to run down. There's the three, they imported three Punch-Out characters. Okay. Bear Hugger became Canadian Crusher. Okay. It's actually not a bad name. It's not bad at all. Dragon Chan became Fling Long Chop. What? And Vodka Drunkinski became Andra punch Okay. <laughs> and then there are original characters in the game, such as Tribal Trouble. I don't want to know. Nope. Frenchy France. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just so generic. Frenchy
0: France. Frenchie like, France. that's very uncreative. <laughs> He's from France. Raviolo Mafiosi. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> There's no wonder nobody heard of this or Anti- remembered it.
1: Anti-Potty and Andy. Antipodean and Peter Perfect. <laughs> was that the champion? I guess so. Peter Perfect. I'm still caught up on Ravi- Raviola Mafiosi, honestly. Yeah. But anyway, uh, this game was successful uh, in I the Frenchy France. Was definitely <laughs> the best pretty one. Good. Uh, it was big in the UK. Six, the best-selling game in it's on Great Britain, ZX Spectrum. Yeah. So you know,
0: like that weird computer they had. Thanks a lot, England. Yeah,
1: but guess what? We have a licensed sequel alert. Licensed, licensed, license, and this game is known as Nintendo's Arm Wrestling. Why what the hell is this? So what does this have to do with punching? Well, it doesn't. It's the because you use the arm, okay, on you know, your fist, similar right. to punching. Nintendo was like, "How can we capitalize on this using the same graphics engine?" Yeah, it's just that right. we need to use the same machine, same dual screens. We're not screens. A new one right. for this anymore. And that's what it was. It came out in May of 1985. Mm-hmm. Those of you overseas that maybe didn't play it, it's because it didn't come out overseas. It only came out in North America. Uh, it was the same basic concept. Instead of uh, punching, you're trying to win arm wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. Which is not as popular of a sport as boxing, clearly, no. and doesn't have as widespread appeal. Uh, until that famous Sylvester Stallone movie, Over the Top, obviously it popularized the sport. That's a very good point. When Mr. Cutler is talking to you. I'm through talking. So there is one punch-out carryover here. A character by the name of Mask X. When he <laughs> loses... familiar. It, maybe
0: he might be... Uh, he is revealed to be hmm. bald bull. Yeah, I was going to say. Yes want to spoil it no no we'll if anybody need, yeah if you don't listen well it's too late now we told they listened they're gonna find out about this 30
1: something year old game just turn it off now folks yeah. we're sorry about that okay uh this game did not fare that well big surprise. you think <laughs> however I didn't did... even know it existed until you told me about it play a lot of video games what the yeah, hell that's true like, quinn Nintendo still wanted to bring the success of the arcade punch-outs to the Nintendo Entertainment System, and this is where we pick up the story of a man named Mike Tyson. Hey, Diet Pepsi's a champion, too. Now, Mike Tyson... Who's that? (laughs) One of the most famous boxers to live, especially of his generation. Born proudly in Catskill, New York, for the record. He had a very good amateur career, and he turned pro in March of 1985 at the age of 18. Right, young kid. Young kid. Got right involved in the sport, and he kicked a bunch of ass. He fought 15 times his first year, and he won all 15, most by knockout. Gradually faced better competition, Mm. as you would when you do that. First televised fight was about a year into his career, February of 86. Rose up the ranks and faced the, at the time, WBC champion, Trevor Burbick, in November of 1986. Yes. Okay, so he's been pro since March of 85, It's now November of 86. He's got a heavyweight championship bout against Trevor Burbick, the man who defeated Muhammad Ali in his last fight. And Mike Tyson won this championship in the first round. We've got a brand new heavyweight champion of the world, Mike Tyson. Uh, He became the youngest boxing champion ever at the age of 20 years old and four months. It's pretty crazy. Wow, crazy. And then he became the WBA champion by defeating James Bonecrusher Smith in March of 87. For the new WBA WBC heavyweight champion of the world, Iron Mike Tyson. He's got two belts now. And fuck it, let's add another one. In August of 1987, he defeated the IBF champion, Tony Tucker.
0: And undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, Iron Mike Tyson. We're forgetting about the most prestigious title he won, Joe. What's that? the wvba championship
1: and how did that come about well the nintendo of america president minoru (laughs) arakawa he happened to see a mike tyson fight in person right and he was insanely impressed by this guy and he told the developers of punch out as they were working to get this thing on the nes somehow right he said why don't you put him in the game right okay so genyo takeda from the original, he was assigned as the director of this conversion or rebuild, really, of Punch-Out to the NES. And, Quinn, anyone that's played both, whether you've played the arcade, or whether you played Super and played Mike Tyson's, a vastly different game, though the same concept. Same concept. It feels, I
0: think, on the controller, right? It has a feel to it, right? It feels like you're... A fluidity, maybe. It has a fluidity and a rhythm, right? It, has, it, it definitely has a rhythm. Oh, it has a um, rhythm. This game is, like, to me, the perfect, like, incarnation of the punch-out concept. It's heavy on the puzzle, but it, it it does, once you get to the higher rounds, give you a bunch of challenge to, uh, you know, reaction and stuff like that. So it's a, it's got a nice little balance there. Yep. yep. And the opponent lineup is kind of like a best of the best from, like, super and regular. Yep, right? and you get
1: a couple of new faces as yep. well, which is kind of cool. Uh, And also, I guess worth mentioning, is due to the limitations of the actual Nintendo hardware and what it could do, they came up with an idea to compensate because they couldn't do the wireframe thing. Right. So they said, well, why don't we just make the main character a really small guy? It's small, but... An underdog. And
0: you're kind of... You're kind of behind the back, but also over the head. Weirdly, yeah. it's like it's like a strange angle. It's it's almost like it, like the camera's above him, but pointing
1: over his shoulder. Yeah, the it's camera's like, like in the second tier of the. <laughs> stands yeah, it's or like something. a
0: weird angle, but it gives you the perfect. Because you can see the the punch, and you can yep. you can see going side to side, and the best part is it's it's high enough so you can see him going back too, exactly. right? It's like so you kind of have a full degree of motion, yeah, with little Mac.
1: So they got around these limitations, yeah. Uh, and the opponents, by the way, are still very large sprites and very impressive looking, right?
0: And that's the other thing for NES, yep. Well, not as big as the arcade. Of
1: course, it couldn't be that big.
0: They're pretty damn big. They, pre- right? they are. Like for NES. They
1: are. And that gives it that colorfulness and that memorability yeah. that people remember. Oh, like
0: very iconic for the NES, too. And because you got to remember, the audience is much bigger because the NES is selling like hotcakes well, in, yes. in, in eight by 87. This is 87 that we're talking Everyone about. Everyone has this damn thing.
1: It was the most popular thing, and people were looking for <laughs> things to play on it, right? You know, and they weren't going to pass up an opportunity to bring their most successful arcade game of 1984 to the home market, in, right? In not Just only- like they did with Donkey
0: Kong and, 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 Mario? and Mario Brothers, yeah. yeah,
1: and not only in Japan, but obviously in North America as well. So, Japan, this is a interesting note here that maybe is not common knowledge, and if it is, I apologize. Japan released this first in September of 87. But it was known as the gold version. It was a special edition, a limited edition, hmm. and it did not have Mike Tyson in it. Yeah, so that's the other aspect to
0: this game, I guess, right off the bat, right. the variance of yes. it, right? is like, okay, so there's this non-Mike Tyson Japanese initial version, right, right? where he's just not in it at all. Now, who's the boss there?
1: Super Macho Man okay, is the so, last guy. So, super ma- so the, the, the boss of Super Punch-Out! is yes, just the boss. he's just the boss. But only one month later in North America, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, as it was mm-hmm. renamed, was released in the United States. So obviously, Nintendo struck a licensing deal with Mike Tyson, who, remember, in October of 87, he's got three championships. He's reigning champion. much the undisputed champion. And in Japan in November, one month later, they release Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. So course, this gold thing was...
0: And that's just, you know, just on an aside about um, video games during this time and t- all the way up to the late 90s. Um, Japan got everything. Like, yeah. they, they, if there was an American difference version, they'd also get that and they call it like international yeah, version. Yeah, they did it late. They, yeah. Like, you'd get every version there because it was the home country of the, the console maker, yeah, right? Exactly. And so. Like I just think that's cool that they had a they had a pre-release version. They did, right? And they, then they had the Mike Tyson
1: version, and then later they'd get the other version they got too. The, yep, exactly. So Punch Out comes out in the fall of 1987. Nintendo is very popular. Mike Tyson is very popular. Let's find out how this game fared. On the other side ah. of this break, when more acid wash memories returns, right after this.
0: I've been here
1: the boom you think you know a lot about oatmeal well this is going to surprise you you know how other cereals have that long list of ingredients Quaker oats has no long list it has a list of one ingredient 100% rolled oats the whole grain all natural. Nothing added, nothing taken out. Now that's about as natural as food is likely to get. Quaker oats. It's the right thing to do. Wednesday. Valky. Valky takes a course at Kung Fu Yu. It's Perfect Strangers. Then, the kids make a smash hit with their version of grease. Head of the class, right after Perfect Strangers. Tomorrow. Now for just ten ninety nine at Kentucky Fried Chicken, you get ten pieces of delicious fried chicken.
0: What? No mashed potatoes?
1: And a large order of mashed potatoes and a large gravy. Oh, well, what about biscuits? And four hot buttermilk biscuits.
0: You know, a salad would be nice.
1: And a large order of coleslaw.
0: All right, close enough. Mm, thank you. You're welcome.
1: The ten ninety nine family meal. Just ten ninety nine at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, could you throw in? Uh, another... You're pushing it. Oh. Hurry in now. Offer in soon. You think you know a lot about oatmeal? I don't know! And now we return to more acid-washed memories. Hey, welcome back to Ask a wash Memories, episode 20, uh, Retro Pop Culture Celebration. Of course, we're talking about Punch Out. I'm Joe Murata, knocking it out with Michael Quinn. How you yeah. doing, there, Michael? Mama said knock you out. Yeah, well, she did. Yeah. That uh, was n- the theme of Punch Out, <laughs> that was right? the theme, yes. And folks, as we've mentioned, the, uh, the theme of our show is Retro Pop Culture Celebration, so why don't you celebrate with us on Twitter at AWM Podcast and join our Facebook group. And if you regret it, just unjoin it. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, just get out of it you, if you don't like it. It's <laughs> really right? okay. And if you wouldn't mind, leave us a review. Review on your favorite podcast application but quim when we left off here before the break it was the fall of 87 mm-hmm. mike tyson's on top of the world and so is the nintendo entertainment system yep. or the famicom in japan and this game mike tyson's punch out is released so let's just run it down this is the most popular one that ever came out most people probably remember this let's run down the characters and our experiences here we have to start with the protagonist the aptly named Little Mac. Little Mac. From Brooklyn. And his, tra- and his trainer Big Mac. No, that's not his name. It is
0: Doc Lewis. That's what I
1: call him in my head canon. Now, that's a Mandela thing. A lot of people call him Big Mac, right? <laughs> I think we, so. You got Little Mac. Who's, who's Big Mac? <laughs> there Le- he is. He's, he's with him. <laughs> so the story his here. uncle or whoever. <laughs> it's not
0: his uncle. Well, I
1: heard people say that, too. That, it's I, never said. Yeah. Uh, Little Mac is a, an aspiring boxer. He's 17. He's a kid, right? And he's from the Bronx. And Doc Lewis is a former boxer. Boxing champion that is agreed, mm-hmm. he's down on his luck. Agreed to train him. So he's Mick from Rocky, basically. I like him more than Mick. What? Yeah, I like Doc Lewis more than Mick. They're both so lovable. Uh, I like both of them. I, I, I guess so. I guess they're both lovable. Yeah. You send your cards and letters to me if you're yeah. mad at me for that one. But anyway, Little Mac is uh, just beginning in the in his World Video Game Boxing Association. Oh here. yeah, you know, he's going to learn the ropes. A very prestigious organization. <laughs> he is. wants to get involved in that. <laughs> and much like uh, the controls of the of the original game. He can punch to the head. He can punch to the torso. He can block dodge and cover his head when the opponents punch him. But rather than the KO meter, there is this. There's two little counters up at the top of the screen. There is the heart, which is how much energy he has left. Mm -hmm. And there is if you happen to hit your opponent at the right time, you get a star. Right. And you can store up to three stars at any time. And when you press the start button. And you do your big super punch. Okay. So this time it's a little bit different. Rather than one three-minute round, we have three rounds. And they're around, I mean, they're roughly like a minute and change. The counter goes down really fast. Yes. It's not really three minutes. It's like bullshit time. It's bullshit time. It's always yeah. like,
0: you ever notice when you're losing, but you're like, you're coming back. And then suddenly like the clock on <laughs> yeah. that game is just like, well, fuck you. Fuckin and it just annoying. starts going, it's like go, like two
1: seconds go down in one. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what the hell? I know, it's true. Uh, so we got three rounds. There's the three knockdown rule, which is normal Mm -hmm. for boxing. You know, if you knock your opponent down three times, you win. If you get knocked down three times, you lose, right? There's no way around that. From game terms, it always felt like you had like three lives to beat the guy, right? Yep. But he also had three lives. He also has three lives. So it's fair in that regard. If no one gets knocked down, knocked out and it goes to the end of the three rounds, there's a decision, and that's based on the number of points you've accumulated. You get points by punching, right. uh, and that varies and increases per opponent. So Now, I always felt they get real stingy with the fucking points. Oh, there. they the, do.
0: Like, we're like, you're just like, you could kick the shit out of them, but it's just taking you too long to beat them, and yep. it just like... Ah, eh, you lose. Yeah, like he didn't even do dick. But you don't. You'll never get the decision. I forget like, who it is.
1: If it's like bald bull, where you need like ten thousand points. but if It's you're, like get
0: the fuck out of here. If you're
1: like 900, nine hundred, nine thousand, nine hundred ninety, you're you're fucked. Yeah, you know what I mean. You, you were winning the whole time, but you just didn't do it fast
0: enough. Yeah. Why don't you just say that? Yeah, it's like I have to win by KO or TKO, and he doesn't.
1: It's hard to win like, by decision. Yeah. Also, the referee, the referee mm-hmm. of Mike Tyson's Punch-Out is a very weirdly drawn Mario. Yeah, so Mario with a cameo <laughs> here. I, I love that, by the and way. That's
0: good. That, that's such a good, like, little touch, it's right? It's very Nintendo. Yeah. To slap
1: Mario into it. He was just in everything back in those he days. Was, and he was, in F1 racing, F1 racing, yeah. He fixed <laughs> his own
0: cars and all this nonsense. He was on the
1: Wrecking Crew. Yeah. You know, he played on those Beach Boy albums. Stop. Sorry. As you mentioned earlier... The fluidity of the controls are incredible. I mean, I love the way this game plays. It is definitely, like, one of the best-feeling
0: NES games on the console, if you ask me.
1: This is one of my favorite games of all time, Mm. for the record.
0: Me, me too. I I go back to it so many times. I
1: love Mike Tyson's Punch-Out!!
0: Whether you play it on the original uh, emulator or whatever, whatever. yeah or on the switch or you know whatever options i mean it is available now if you do have a nintendo switch
1: i played this on the original nintendo console i had a nintendo in the mid 90s i mean i had it in the early 90s but i didn't get my hands on this game until the mid 90s because my friend just let me have it so i played it all the time in the mid 90s 95 96 97 i loved this game the music that Mm -hmm. they threw in Oh my goodness, I just love this game, and so many of you probably do too, and you have memories of playing this, and all the different characters, so let's run down the characters for this game, because, again, they're, in my opinion, part of what make the game. They do. Are these characters. I just
0: think the roster specifically in this one is, like,
1: perfect. It's an all-star lineup of memorability. It's very good, yeah. Yeah.
0: There's no bad opponent.
1: No, you there's know? not. And this is based on a three-circuit system, which is kind of like three levels, right? Right. Three boards, which if you Which they will. would adopt for the, like, going, going from forward. this one. Yeah. Yeah. So the minor circuit... Begins with once again Glass Joe, right? Who is still the same character as the first game? Still big old loser, big loser. Yeah, glass Joe, obviously a play on glass jaw. You yeah. know, that's the the joke. Um, What's
0: interesting about him? He also, to me, introduces you to the star mechanic all because you yeah. because he get he allows you to get a lot of them easily. Yep. And so it, it's It's classic Nintendo, like, using the first level to teach you how to play. Yeah. And so, because that's the big addition, right, is this, you can do this super punch thing.
1: Yeah, it's different than the knockout
0: meter, which is yeah. more intuitive. It fills right.
1: up and then you press the knockout button. This teaches
0: you, like, oh, if you hit him in a certain spot, you get the star and then yep. you can hit start and punch him exactly like, and knock him
1: out straight up and, and you it, learn how to do that yeah and I think a lot of people probably as they played the game more and more would see how quickly can I knock out glass Joe you know yeah, what it I becomes mean? like a game some people like want to knock him out in the first round <laughs> yeah like, yeah and one thing that you're also introduced to when you successfully knocked down Glass Joe is there a couple of different falling animations for the opponent. Sometimes they swivel like from side to side yes, in slow yes. motion. Sometimes they just crash straight backwards. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't know if they're going to get up or not. You know, they'll struggle up, they'll sit up, they'll fall back down. And all the sound effects, it all just it engrosses you in the game immediately, I feel Yeah, like. you feel like you're in a
0: fight. Yes, um, and the music you, helps with that. It's immersive. That's the word I'm looking yes, for. Yes, immersive. Right? I, I was too. And yeah. I think the music helps too, like you said before, because it, the, whatever that song is, whatever it's called, it just works because it's, it's not Koji Kondo, by the way. If you're, yeah, if you're winning, you feel like you're dominating, and you want to go like the songs, kind of, <laughs> 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 yeah, it's got like a Rocky esque vibe, y- you know. <laughs> It has that like later part, (singing) like and it's like it kind of has like a high and a low. So to kind of like go with the vibe of the with the fight because if you're losing, you know, like there's there's like the low
1: end and it just (sighs) the song's perfect. I think it's a great song. So you beat Glass Joe, right? And you move on to your next opponent in the minor circuit. This is a new character, the mustachioed German. Von Kaiser. Von Kaiser. And he wears pants. Yes. Notably. Mm -hmm. And has a mustache. And I think his tail, doesn't he wiggle his mustache? Isn't that
0: his tail? You know what's funny? I didn't even ever need to know his tell because if you just keep fucking punching him, he just dies. Like, he's like so yeah, easy to He's crappy. Yeah. He's crappy. Like he has this like punch. That's so blatant that you can or he's just like, yeah. Like he does this like forward <laughs> yeah, punch it's thing. Shitty. It's so easy to dodge that. Like it, it's like, you're not even looking for the tells. Like but you're right. just like, you're just like, Oh, that, that guy then, sucks. Yeah. Like it's, I feel like he's a second glass Joe. He is. The only thing is he doesn't give
1: up as many stars from what I remember. That's one thing. They made him difficult enough that you might get punched. Yeah. You might have to deal with taking a punch. You You might might. maybe go down once if you're a little rusty. Right? So you you learn how to get up. You know, you mash the buttons. Right. Yeah. One of the things I also want to mention, let's say you, you don't knock him out in the first round. Remember, there's rounds in this one. So. In between rounds. And these are equally memorable, Quinn. Oh, God. These, yeah. In between rounds, you get, like, a little scorecard of what's going on. You see the picture of Doc tapping Mac on the shoulder. Which, you know, if like, you hit select, it will give you life. It'll give you more life. Which is, like, just a secret.
0: Like, yes. you're not supposed to know. Right. It's a yeah. little Easter egg. And and Doc's hand will go, like, faster if you're hitting it
1: to signify you're hitting because he's, like, massaging you or whatever. Massaging it, you better now. Yeah. Uh, Why not just do that all the time, Doc? Yeah. But anyway, maybe maybe Mickey is better. Maybe, yeah. maybe you're right. So the opponent will talk some trash in text, right? Be yeah, like, it's awesome. You smell like my ass or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Doc will say like, sometimes good things, but sometimes he'll just invite you to join the Nintendo fan club. Nintendo fun club. Fun club Yeah, yeah not, not even the fan yeah, club. Yeah, fun the f- club. Whatever
0: that is, the fun club.
1: <laughs> I just... almost always thought that was
0: a typo, because like there was the Nintendo fan club, wasn't there? I
1: have no idea. I didn't was join any club. It might
0: have been the fun Maybe club. Maybe it was the fun Probably club. Probably was the fun club. But I love that, that little touch. That could have been nothing. Oh, yeah. They didn't have to do anything there.
1: They didn't have to be text, you I know, trash I right. really fun. Like,
0: I'll give you a TKO from right, right, Tokyo yeah, this, and, like, all this nonsense. Some are
1: really funny later. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I love that little touch, and I right, wanted to make yeah. sure we mentioned that in between rounds. But, okay, so you beat Glass Joe. You beat uh, Von Kaiser, of course. Right. Now you get yourself a title match. That's T- right. Title match. A title match. Very well done. It's like we're playing the game, Quinn. And this is against the minor circuit champion piston not hurricane but the japanese piston honda piston honda so they repurposed the character of piston hurricane Mm -hmm. and pretty much the same the hurricane punch move which is like an alternating left and right Mm -hmm. they repurpose him into being a japanese character right i don't quite know what why they did or not i don't know what the reason was but Mm -hmm. they did so piston honda is your first true formidable opponent.
0: Yes. And if I recall, he has kind of like a da 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 like uppercut, right? He
1: does. He has a charging punch. Yeah. And he does the hurricane punch. Right, yeah. Where that foom, 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 yes. foom. Like a piston, right? Like the, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. It's like we're playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good sound effect. Yeah. I th- folks, I want you to appreciate Quinn's sound effect there because yeah. I do think it translated to your ears. There, it'll it's all. This is an audio medium. <laughs> it is. Uh, I think that Piston Honda, the first time, it, first time ever. I mean, if you play him. Yeah. You might be like, "What the hell? I don't this game is hard." Yeah, he's the first challenge. Um and this is where I, patterns come into play. Yeah,
0: and again, he's not hard once you know how to beat him. No. He becomes like just like any other opponent, but like as tell as the eyebrows. If it's the first time playing, this is definitely the guy who's going to give you trouble at first, right? Yep. And this is also interestingly enough, this is the whole gameplay loop right here is like you get an easy opponent, you get a medium Difficulty opponent, and then you get a hard one. That's a good point, right? And yeah. so that—that's like your first set. I think right? that's a good way to put it. Because because yeah. then you move to the next. If you beat the
1: Honda, yeah. So the let's, piston. let's say you beat the piston, yeah, and you win the minor circuit. Championship. Yeah. Well, you are now allowed to move up to the major circuit. Yeah. Okay. And
0: you have a title now, Joe. You now gotta you gotta defend
1: your title against these dorks. Yep, against these dorks. So in the major circuit, the first guy you're gonna meet is another new character uh from Spain, Don Flamenco.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and he's got a rose between his teeth yeah. and all that. I and love his intro. I do too. It's a very classy <laughs> but, intro. But He's basically a glass joe, but a little bit better. He's a little bit better. Yeah. Right. It's it's a pallets it's a head swap and a pallet swap.
0: Right. And so that's what I mean about the loop, right? Yes. So now you've restarted the loop. Okay. You're he's easier than Honda, yes. but he's better than like
1: Von Krauser or whatever. Yeah, or von von Kaiser, whatever yeah, his von name Krauser's. is. Von Krauser's. Yeah, Von <laughs> Krauser's Von Braun Civic yeah. Center. And uh, so you can, you probably beat him pretty easily because yeah. you've beaten Glass Joe and these other people. You you get a good handle Kinda on him. like a fast uppercut, but that's about it. Yes, that's about all he has. Yeah. Then we have a one unique character. He's not palette swapped to by anyone else in the rest of the game. is very clearly a Nintendo humor character. Like they yes. put him in here just to be funny. From Hippo Island, of course, King Hippo. King Hippo, but to me, he what he represents
0: is one of the first a very large sprites in the game. Very fat man, right? Very very fat, very large. <laughs> yes, but he has one of the coolest patterns where he like raises his arm, his arms to like kind of like nail, like kind of hit you with both of his arms. Yep. But when he does that. A lot of these opponents, like, face punch was just really all you needed. You didn't need a body shot. Yeah. If you body shot him, he has, like, tape on his belly button, <laughs> like he got injured or whatever. Yeah. And then you hit it, and it, like, it destroys Yeah, him,
1: you can right? just keep punching him, right? Like, it, it, we, he gets stunned, and then you can do face punches yeah. to him. Nintendo, again, in the, the game-making brilliance here... That tape is a fucking target. Right. Of course you want to hit the tape if you're a kid and you don't know better. But you might
0: be unfamiliar with this body shot thing. So I feel like it's, it's also introducing you because your first instinct, because you've been high-punching everyone the yeah. whole time. It's like, oh, I want to hit it, but then you go over him and you're like, wait, what? And he blocks it, yes. too, just to kind of give you that, like, no, you fucked up. Yeah, like, you,
1: you you have to do the other punch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's well-designed. Very well-designed and it breaks up the monotony of the patterns and right, stuff like yeah. that. It's a different character. He would actually go on to appear in, like, other NES licensed thing He was actually a pretty popular character because, yeah. you know, just look at him. <laughs> kind of looks like Curly Joe Dorita.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's just oh. iconic because he's so different from like Everyone, yeah.
1: right? I, I agree with you. Yeah. Then we get to meet Great Tiger again. Great Tiger, virtually unchanged from uh the arcade.
0: Yes. Now we're starting to get into the diversity, right? You know, Hippo had the you hit the hit the body shot, right? yep Now he, you cannot avoid having to survive the ultimate attack with yeah, Great the tiger. tiger punch, the Tiger punch, or the teleport punch, whatever. And, and so, basically, the trick with him, which is so interesting. And again, now we're introducing another concept. The only way to survive the tire punch is if you block it precisely on yes. all three or four shots i think it, it's sometimes more i and, think yeah and so if if you block all of them he dizzies himself and then you can just knock the shit out yeah. of him right he's like
1: oh uh, and then you yeah. just punch him as much as you possibly
0: can right and it's, if you have a star punch he gets real fucked up yeah and like i'll, I'll right if you hit him
1: right off the off the spins he's one of those guys quinn when i used to play this game and probably to this day even though i've beaten him I get nervous when I'm going to fight Great Tiger sometimes because of that fucking teleport punch. Actually, it's the next opponent that gets well, me nervous. Yeah, whole different story. So, all right, we've made it past the Great Tiger. Guess what? It's time for a title bout. It's title bout time. So, who, who's the hardest guy in the majors? Woo! Bald
0: Bull. Bald Bull. Okay. Bald Bull, he's got a wicked uppercut and a hook and like he's kind of like well okay so that's his finisher right yes first of all like his initial shit is annoying his
1: jab is hard right
0: like everything is just a pain in the he's like fast as fuck he's huge like everything is and it hurts like a a fuck ton if you get hit right he is scary but my favorite part about him because it's so damn tense is so he gets ready for the bull charge yes
1: he charges back
0: and now this is how I was taught. I know that you're supposed to look at the cameraman or whatever the fuck to like know when to punch him. I never did. It is as easy as go- counting to three. So he goes back for the bull charge and he'll bounce. On the first bounce, one, two, three, punch, and then you'll <laughs> and he'll get knocked out from it. It's an instant knockout no matter how much life he has. You, yeah, you gut punch him, he's yeah. like, and then yeah. he falls back. I love that too because at that it's so hard to do any damage to him. I know. Right? And that is such an awesome like reward because if first of all, the tell that is the camera, a lot of people don't even
1: know that. I didn't know that. Right. As a kid.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that either. I My no friend idea. figured out if you go one, two, three. That rhythm specifically yeah. that you'll always, always
1: get it. See, I never knew the camera thing as a kid. Yeah. It would've helped me. I just tried to time so it. I
0: got that was like some Instinct. Nintendo Power, like not on the not even on Nintendo Power, just on the playground
1: shit. <laughs> like that I found that out. Well, hey, whatever got the job done. But I bet so many people have the thrill. Of knocking out Bald Bull for the first time. It is
0: definitely the f- most thrilling yep. fight to up to that point. It right? is. It feels like a huge deal
1: when you beat him. Yes. Right? And whether I was age 8 and yeah. beat Bald Bull or age 38, which I'm not yet, but I will be. And I'll fight Bald Bull on my 38th birthday. Fight him. It will be... A huge thrill to defeat Bald Bull. He
0: feels like a, a real champion, like he an does. actual like contender. Yes, like you know
1: what I mean. It is an accomplishment to beat him. Yes. So you've done it, though. You mm-hmm. go to the World Circuit. And who do you meet there? Well, Piston Honda wants a rematch. First of all, yeah, I remember this. He was pissed off, Honda.
0: Yeah, so this was this also was like very surprising the first time. I'm like, wait, he's back and he's harder. Well, what the? Well, he had to qualify to get into the the champ. What is this? The The champion world 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 circuit, whatever. So I guess like while we were split off, he got all pissy and just (laughs) beat up Sal and Hippo and all that, like the other people. Sal. What's his name? <laughs> yeah, he beat Sal. The, 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 the Don, Italian guy. Don, no, Spanish. Flamenco. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pizza pasta. Pizza Ra- pasta. Yeah. Raviola Mafiosi. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> He it, beat all those he, guys. And he beat Tiger. He beat everyone. I guess I guess so. he beat
1: Bold Bull, too. But guess what? If you're good, he don't beat you. Yeah. Uh, if you get past him, you get another new character. Well, semi new character. Remember Vodka Drunkinsky? Yes, him. Yeah. You know, Nintendo's a family friendly company. It's a family entertainment company. Right, exactly. Famicom, it's in the name. So they decided well, he can't be drinking vodka. That's not a good role model for kids. So he's drinking soda. He's now Soda Popinski. Yes, and I uh, love the name by the way. It's a great name. It's so stupid and yeah. he drinks the soda in his picture and everything it doesn't look like it's a great. What soda? What is it? Sprite? They, what is he drinking? They, they just make? like hap, <laughs> Yeah, he drinks Mountain Dew. They just haphazardly drew pop on the bottle. Yeah, you that? <laughs> yeah. just to like
0: it almost feels like at the last second, yes. like somebody over at <laughs> Nintendo R&D 3 was like, Oh, we, uh, we can't. <laughs> like like, like the, the head of Nintendo came. And he's like, you can't put that in there. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, that's a kid's game. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> so Soda Popinski still makes like vodka, re- like alcohol references.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean of how how it feels like it was just like taken out at the last second. Definitely. Yeah.
1: definitely. And he can be, I remember somebody, they didn't know we were going to do this episode, and I forget who it was, on the group saying that they could never beat Soda Popinski. And you know what? I never had a hard time with him as a kid. No, because I don't to know me, why.
0: I think you know what it is. What? So he's basically like a faster version of like flamenco. Basically, like he's just uppercutty and stuff. Yeah, he doesn't and look like flamenco at all. No, it's not that, but, but he's but he's it's the same kind of like uppercut kind of fight based fighter or right. whatever. He's just
1: faster. Yeah,
0: you have he's one of the tell before the tell kind of guys. He like He's one is. of the first ones. Yeah, but I think. That bald bull is such a struggle yep. that it feels like yep. he's a come down. That's right? what I always
1: felt too. Yeah, like, like I beat bald bull, I can handle this. Right, exactly. So you have a lot of confidence going into the fight with him. Right. It's not that And, he's and not- you beat hard hard Honda. Hard Honda. Yeah, yeah. Pissed off Honda. It's not that Soda Pop's not challenging at all. He is challenging, but yeah. he's not
0: I never had too many problems. It's the next like set of people that are hell
1: on earth. Well, like yeah. they're
0: they're awful. It
1: gets hard because
0: this is where it's after Pop that I have
1: trouble. So first of all, you have to fight Bald Bull again after Popinski. But you know the thing. It's just slightly different. Again, it's not... Not as bad. Yeah. One thing that's surprising is after Bald Bull, I don't know how how, uh, this guy made it here. But Don Flamenco made it all the way yeah, up. Yeah, that one was also weird. <laughs> and he's a big pain in the ass because he blocks everything. Yeah. And you lose your hearts and then you're like all purple and you can't punch. But again, I can handle that. I can handle it.
0: Yeah, like, they're not terrible, right. right? These repeat versions, they're never as bad. No, because you've done it before. They're a little different. They're just kind of faster and like their patterns like change ever so slightly. But it's not enough to like throw you
1: off your game. No, because you've beaten their ass before. Yeah. And you're going to do it again. And Lord help you if you do, because then you got to deal with Mister Sandman, mm. and he is scary. What a bunch of bullshit! Yeah, he is one of the hardest characters for me. In absolutely, this game. Absolutely. This, absolutely. He's yeah. got the charging uppercuts that'll yeah. do in triplets and stuff. It's fucking horse. They'll knock you the fuck down quick. Yeah, this guy is no joke. He is
0: insanely hard. Yes. Now he he's like you know what's funny? I, I, I always felt he was like a blur to me. He's a fight I don't remember. But I remember all I remember is struggling and like eventually beating him. Like I could not even tell you the pattern because a lot of times when I play casually, I kind of stop after soda because like, <laughs> like I'm just like whatever. You don't like, want to play old ball, ball again. Yeah, just like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Because I've you know I've beaten the game before. Sure, but Sandman, oh my god, the he's the like the intimidation factor. If you've beaten the game before, he's the one where you're like, okay, I'm done for the night. Yeah, like, yeah. Like this this
1: shit's hard, man. Yeah. Uh, I should also mention here real quick, before we move on to the next opponent, that between circuits, we get that training montage. You gotta train. You right? gotta go jogging, Jeff. So it's Mac in, like, a hoodie. Yeah. And he's running behind Doc, who is on a bike. Yes. And they're in front of the Statue of Liberty. And then you get a password. Yeah, so there's, like, a saving feature, essentially, but it only brings you up to the circuit you were at, where you got the password. But at least it allows you to come back and Mm -hmm. keep your record up to that circuit. Correct. Which is useful, as we will see in a little bit. So if you've made it past Mr. Sandman, Mm -hmm. it is now time to fight the champion of the world circuit, the final boss from Super Punch-Out, Super Macho Man. This guy's a total piece of shit, Joe. (laughs)
0: This is the one that I
1: hated the most. What makes him hard?
0: He is so fast. And we're talking like, you got to dodge before he even tells. Yeah. Like, you, you got to like, he is ludicrous. Like, talk about turning the speed up.
1: Yeah, he's I mean, insane. Like, like, it's all speed. That's what it is. He is really hard if you've never played him before. And you're yeah. just like, what did I walk into here? And he does the, the spinning punches. He'll knock you
0: out in like two seconds, yeah. too. Like, he's not... hes he, he doesn't even fuck around. Like, he just <laughs> he just starts going. Like, right? <laughs> he just starts uppercutting you and shit. Yeah, he has like got, this whoosh, 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 like triple... <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? You gotta do this like dodging like left to the right, you know, all like, all, like in a row. Like, you barely get an opening ever.
1: <laughs> it's exhausting playing yeah. him.
0: It, it, it is! It's basically like... You have to survive his combo, essentially. Yeah. And then you can go. Then it's your turn. Yeah. right? And it's like, that's the thing is, it's not like, oh, I dodged him once. Now I can do something. No, it's like, no, no you got to dodge this, this, that, and and oh, God. a bunch of bullshit. And it's all fast.
1: <laughs> to make you wish you were still fighting Von Kaiser. Yeah. I mean, just
0: put it that way. Like, if I make it past Salmon and I make it to him, he's the real, like, he's scary. fuck you. No, like, fuck you like, is yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now. Like, people always talk, sh- like, how Tyson's
1: so good, but, like, fuck, Mr. Super Macho Man's, like, insane. Now, to even get to Tyson, we should mention, to even get to this point, you need to have a perfect record through all the circuits, which is where the password comes in handy. Right. Because you can obviously, if you lose, fine, reset the game and go back with your password right. and do it until you have a perfect I guess perfect ideally record. you want to get to, like, the world circuit. Yes, right. and then just until you're undefeated in it. Yeah. Now there is a Tyson password. They don't give that to you. You can find that out. You know, mm-hmm. there there was one to go right to Tyson, which I was able to get a hold of, and I used in my later I did career do that to fight him. So, because Super Macho Man's such a piece of shit, there's no way I'm getting <laughs> through that on the first <laughs> try. It's hard. Yeah. So Mike Tyson, if you've ever played Mike Tyson, you know that his sprite is unique and it's awesome and it looks like Mike Tyson. It's pretty good, Mm -hmm. right? He's also, like, next to impossible. One punch from him knocks you down. Yes. Which is very realistic, because one punch from Mike Tyson in real life would knock me down. He's a knockout artist. Like, you know, to the touch. Like, you do not get touched by Mike Tyson. So, like, you know, okay, Super Mach-Man does an uppercut. You're not getting knocked down after one uppercut. No. With full energy. I mean, you
0: take pretty, a hell of a lot of damage, but...
1: Tyson, one uppercut, you're dead. Yeah. Like, uh, three uppercuts, game over. Yeah. When you finally manage to beat mike tyson if you ever have uh, <laughs> well, I, can we just talk about that
0: in the first place right by the way like that the fact that it is rare to meet people who have beaten mike i don't know if i beat him or use save states or I beat him something him on the like console. i could not i don't think i legit beat mike tyson I legit ever beat like
1: mike tyson without the code or any of that i beat him yeah it was very freaking hard yeah and i've been playing the game a real long that's probably 10 but that's the thing is you're an exception
0: that's what's hard that to me is what's so legendary about him as a boss in video games in general yeah is that he is like legitimately like very 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 difficult he is no fucking joke no he's not he's kind Of a challenge boss, he's not even like to me, really, the boss as much as he's like, Oh, congratulations, you beat everyone! Like, yeah, now, now you get to fight Mike now, Tyson. Now, really, test your skills, yeah, right? That's what that's, it is. Th- that's what he is. They call
1: it the dream fight, right? In exactly. The, in the game. Okay, if you've ever beat Mike Tyson, let us know. If you've ever made it to Tyson, there needs and never to be a beat. poll have you ever beaten Mike because
0: I mean, I feel like it'll be Fair. like 50 50, right? Yeah, as I really as, don't as, know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, man, is it hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I want to briefly mention, if you beat Mike Tyson, you get a password for what's called Another World Circuit, and it's nothing special, but if I didn't mention it, people might ask why. Mm-hmm. It's just the same opponents in a different order. It's Hippo, Tiger, Honda, Soda Popinski, Bald Bull, Don Sam Man, and Super Macho Man. Okay. okay. And then Tyson. It's not anything. Yes. It, it doesn't count. It's not canon. Okay. Not, it's fake. It's fake. But needless to say, the fact that we're talking about this game, it was a... Rousing success for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. It achieved 2 million copies sold by 1988. Wow. The other game that did so that year was The Legend of Zelda. And of course it did. Which yeah. came out a year prior. Yeah, the Zelda, you know, it's funny, Zelda, you know, it's still selling like shit tons. Yes, like, yeah. So, very successful game, the most fondly remembered, I'd say. And a footnote to this whole thing with Mike Tyson in real life we had mentioned that Tyson had um, three belts. Yes. When they were developing the game, right? Mm-hmm. However, Quinn, uh, you were recently informed uh, through conversation with our, our noted boxing expert, uh, Tony Legday Duva, that um, there's the the lineal champion as well. Yes, lineal. And the rookie Which is the only one that <laughs> should matter. I don't understand all this belt stuff. Well, I guess a lot of people still considered uh, Michael Spinks the lineal champion, uh, who was an undefeated boxer, by the way, and a legitimate boxer. So anyway, they have this big fight in the viewer box, if you know, this June of 1988 in uh, Atlantic City Convention Center, mm-hmm. convention dump over there that where yeah. WrestleMania so 4 and 5 were. This is a very anticipated fight, not on the level of the fight of the century with uh, Ollie and Frazier in 71. But but essentially, was- this would cement Tyson's legacy yes. as like, no, he's like, he was the real world champion, like not all
0: these other companies or whatever they are. Knocked out Michael Spinks in 90 seconds. Yep. So there you go. Round. Now he's the legit champion. Yes.
1: He's not going to make it. It's all over. This is the height some would say of Tyson's career. But what you have to remember is his name recognition now with Nintendo is through the freaking roof in yep, eighty eight. So this... selling
0: copies are flying yes. off the
1: shelves with for Mike Tyson's punch out. And then Tyson, if you recall, had signed a licensing agreement, and those agreements obviously have an end date, okay? Right. They're not indefinite. This
0: is why, to me, it's still rare to this day Nintendo (laughs) signs licensing agreements, right? Because
1: this is—they got boned here. Well, they kind of got boned. So his deal expired at the end of 1989. Yeah. He had signed it, I think, at the end of 86 or 87, whatever it was. There are misconceptions that they dropped Tyson because he lost to Buster Douglas in 1990. Mm -hmm. That's not why. Or that because he uh, had rape allegations or convictions. Also not why. The reason you would think it would be that right right because wasn't. Nintendo and right. wholesome family entertainment or whatever it was simply that the deal expired and it would be a lot more expensive to re-sign him in 1989 when he was the undisputed when he was champion. The champion and and, then, yeah. and the game was two years old right and we're not going to do this again it's also just not how games worked <laughs> right. back then they didn't think of like. I mean, they didn't even keep the code sometimes. They would—they just just throw it in (laughs) and delete it off their computer. Right. (laughs) But they still saw some kind of bankability. So maybe you are one of these people that have played a version of Punch-Out! Without Mike Tyson, it's just known as Punch-Out! And it has crappier artwork, and it's like bluish or something. And it came out in August of 1990 in the United States. The only difference in this game is that instead of Mike Tyson, Mm -hmm. you have Mr. Dream and... I have a theory, and I don't know if anyone has ever confirmed this, and maybe they have, but I haven't heard it. God, do you think he's supposed to be some other person? Well, they said that he's based off the way Rocky Marciano looked, but that's okay. not it. I have a theory that they call him Mr. Dream, because if you recall, when you fight Mike Tyson, yeah. it says in big letters, Dream Fight, and it's called Dream Circuit, and they didn't want to redo that. So they called the character Mister Dream. Just generically like, yes, he is Mister Dream. Yes,
0: because it's like almost- he's the Dream Fight. Yes. I don't think that's much of a theory, as much as it's probably just
1: true. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. You know I, what I, mean? Is, like, I don't think I,
0: it's like it, it I doesn't never seem heard that mysterious. Yeah. i never
1: looked into it. Is what yeah. I mean. But it's got to be right. But
0: overall, for the folks at home, this is just a palette swappy. Has yes. the same exact pattern, like yeah, everything. Yeah, same like, moves. that he one punch knocked out? Yeah, all it's that. the same thing. You're not losing out. It's just the sprite's he, different. He
1: just looks like a big dork. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he, he looks, looks like, crappy. He looks like a weenie. Yeah, but we have to mention another spinoff of sorts of punch out here before we move on to Super Nintendo Power Punch 2 don't this is horrible we have to bring it up Quinn so this came out in uh no in June of 1992 this stinks and Power Punch 2 was originally (laughs) developed I hate this game I need to mention this so they were originally (laughs) Beam Software not Nintendo Beam Software that's how you know was already that's how you know Was originally going to use Mike Tyson in a new boxing game. Mm -hmm. It was not a punch-out sequel, folks, okay? It wasn't. But a boxing game, because Mike Tyson is, in fact, a boxer, right? And what was Power Punch 1? There wasn't one, and I'll (laughs) explain it. So the original (laughs) idea was... Mike Tyson's Intergalactic Power Punch. Yes. And he was going to travel to you play as Tyson. Yeah, you go to space and fight aliens and shit. So he could not only be the best in the world but, but the, the best. best in the universe yes. or galaxy or whatever. And then the rape conviction. Yep. So that's where this actually comes yeah, into play. Did this
0: play. actually come out or is this some yes. rom hack shit that I played?
1: This because I came definitely out. played this. Okay, so the game was released as Power Punch 2. I don't right. know why the two. And <laughs> the artwork features a boxer that is not Mike Tyson, but clearly was supposed to be, and it's, they altered it. Let's Come on. I'm looking right at that's it. That's what I'm that, saying. That's fucking Mike Tyson. What,
0: they, what do they think? We're stupid? And
1: <laughs> the in-game sprite, same deal. And they changed the name of the character and any reference in the game from Mike Tyson to Mark Tyler. Get at it. It's horrible. <laughs> it's so bad and the biggest problem of all of it is the game is terrible like if you if, if you've ever played the game it's really really bad it's really shitty it's not anywhere on the level of of punch out. That's awful. Like I
0: feel like the characters don't react to punches properly
1: yeah, and the, shit. The engine is crap. So uh, I just want to be very clear that this wasn't The graphics suck my ass. The graphics suck Quinn's ass. They're I just awful. Wanna, I just want are so bad. I, I just want to it be, upsets me, Joe. I just uh, want to be fair. I'm sorry for being vulgar, everyone, but it's terrible. Awful. Why are we even talking about this one? We have to. It's our it's our diligence. Now there was <sighs> a, a prototype that you could play an emulation. They someone found the Mike Tyson version. So if you want, what to is pl- this? If you want to oh, play, Power Punch One, I say that's Power Punch One <laughs> yeah. exactly. And Mike Tyson's name nobody ever played is in it. So there <laughs> oh, you go. My
0: goodness, had to mention that. Okay. Okay, so now on to the lineal champion
1: of Super Punch <laughs> Out.
0: Super Punch <laughs> Out. Right? Exactly,
1: because Power Punch 2 is a Michael Spinks here. It got yeah. knocked out. Uh, Super Punch Out, Super Nintendo. Many of you maybe grew up with this one. Mm-hmm. I certainly played my fair share of it. This was a sequel developed for Super Nintendo, uh, released in North America in September of 94, released in Europe in January of 95, and Japan in March of 1998 what via the kiosk like flash ram thing they were doing oh the thing where you you bring a a, cartridge (laughs) and they wait a sec this didn't have like a retail release
0: in japan no i guess it was a u.s made game i know that that thing at the end of life of snes was very popular in japan snes whatever snes like (laughs) that 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 like kiosk thing was actually like extremely popular so maybe Um, they figured
1: we can make money yeah. Throwing it's super. just weird
0: that they did they didn't release it in 94, yeah, I know. In Japan.
1: It's it's weird. It's really weird. So this game, we we need to clarify. If you had only grown up playing Mike Tyson's Punch-Out or regular for Nintendo and then you played this, you're like, "Wait, this is really different." It is. The reason is because this is based on the arcade version. Right. Because SNES can do it.
0: So before we even get into it, my feelings on this were like this was never my favorite I, I didn't like it as much. I just... But I it, liked it a lot. It feels, like, heavier or something. Like, it's yes. not... It's not the same. It's like, not the same. It, it, I feel like a lot of the characters don't even, like... They're well animated and stuff. Oh, they're
1: really like, well done.
0: There's... The there's charm n- is n- There's gone, not, right? like, a heft to, like, when you land punches or something, in my opinion. I, I can't explain it. It might be the sound effect. It's yeah. too, like, smacky or something. It's yeah, like... It's psh- weird, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, you don't... And here's the thing is I know people really love this version of the I, game. I love it. But this my own personal opinion is I just, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I can never put my precise finger on it because everything about this game visually is better. Oh, yeah. It's visually it's incredible it's got 16 bits Joe it's, like, <laughs> so it's better double the bits Quinn. it's got double the bits it's got good music it's got good bits and music and, and it's, more, it's got more music more uh, voice samples yeah and stuff
1: like that it's really well done it's got Sony sound chip music it does have sound chip music and more bits like we mentioned yeah now the the main character here is a blonde haired boxer that again sometimes is retconned into being Little Mac, but it's it, not him. It's not, and it's never said to be mm-hmm. by Nintendo. But it's, sometimes they even it revised is said that shit th- in Wii. Yeah, but he's like that's not what he looks like. He doesn't look like that. So th- th- I have a couple of problems with this, and it starts with the first character. I think <laughs> that we sh- we should have gotten a 16-bit glass Joe for all the this ass is this kickings, really upsetting you. Huh? Yeah, yeah. For all the ass kickings this guy took, we get the guy that glass Joe trained, Gabby J. Gabby J. Yay! Yay! Gabby J. Yay!
0: Glass Joe trained him because yeah, he's and, old as crap. Well, I mean, Glass Joe's not a smart uh, I thought guy. This, I thought it was the other way around no, that this guy trained Glass no, Joe. No, and the
1: only win that Gabby J got was against Glass Joe. He- he's one in. 99. Wow,
0: Glass Joe stinks so much that the kid, he, the, the old man that he trained, beat him. Yeah, he's like fifty six or something. Yeah,
1: it's horrible. Uh, but he play, he plays like Glass Joe. It's the same yeah, thing. It's the same, well, he learned everything from him. <laughs> exactly. Bear Hugger is next, and he is very comically cute in this game i like him like if you punch him in the stomach he just like he's like mm. <laughs> he's got a king hippo vibe to him he does yeah right and uh then hey making his return piston hurricane oh there we there he is see so piston honda gone the yeah, hurricane is returned this
0: game is cool because the guys that we missed out on in the nes yeah you get some of them that you get they
1: come back bald bull is in the minor circuit this time he's the champion of the minor yeah. He is more minor, and he's not as hard. I always thought this was a result, though, of, like, <laughs> the pattern is, like, almost the same. Yeah. Like it's very similar. There's a couple of new moves that he does. He does, like, a short bull charge. A couple. But
0: it's, it, if you beat him, yep. he's not
1: he's not the same challenge he once was. He isn't. Yeah. No, and he's not supposed to be. He's right. not as difficult. Right. Uh, and that's the minor circuit. I also want to mention we're down to one round again, like the arcade, one yeah. three-minute round. mm mm-hmm. Which I didn't like as much. I didn't much. like that either. Uh, the, the three rounds made it tense as hell. I know. Yeah. Ko meter has replaced the star punch again. So right. again, when I'm a kid, I had never played the arcade version yet. So to me, this was all new, and I was like, "Why did they change all this?" But I this game was very confusing yeah, to me as well. But I didn't realize that they were really just porting the arcade version right. over.
0: So this makes, is like, oh, you're, we're finally getting to like do this, well, right? What, we, we have the power now. <laughs> The Nintendo Power, the 16 bits of power, 16 bits,
1: okay. Yeah. Uh, In the major circuit, we got a new character, Bob Charlie from Jamaica. Bob Charlie! If you can't guess who that's supposed to be Mm -hmm. and whose name that rhymes with... I am not telling you. You no. can guess. Uh <laughs> let's just put it that way. He's not that hard. He stinks. He, he likes reggae.
0: It's the classic though. It's like I said of the original, the flow the, the the loop of like, okay, now you kinda like restart in difficulty
1: again. Yeah, he's the Don Flamenco. Yeah. Basically. Exactly. Uh Dragon Chan returns from mm. Super Punch Out and he still kicks and he's still annoying.
0: This really, He can be
1: a pain in the butt. Really annoying. Yeah, like, right. He that's
0: it's jumping all over the, <laughs> yeah. the, the the ring thing
1: he does too, he like for be... his like final move. He could be very irritating. very irritating. Yes, we got a new character, a masked luchador from Mexico. That's pretty fast from my memory. Yeah, masked yeah. muscle. So he's yeah. a wrestler that's boxing. Masked muscle. And uh, he's quick. Yeah, he's got a lot of quick moves. He also does the mist, the illegal yes. mist. Oh
0: no! Yeah, he always. Every time I play this game, I forget he has it, and yes. he gets me every time. I'm like, wait, I like, I, he starts to do. I'm like, wait, what? It, like, what do, what do I do?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very funny though that they put a fucking master yeah. wrestler in a game. I don't know why yeah. I just, It tickles me. No, well, they, they, they did have the wrestler types before. Superstar Billy Graham. Yeah, made exactly. <laughs> uh, and then the champion of the major circuit is Mr. Sandman. This
0: felt like a freaking wall of unfair for some reason to put him at this he point in the game. He is hard, man.
1: This Mr. He's Sandman just never gets easier. He might like, be one of the best overall opponents, right? Because yeah. he's so fucking hard. He's the wall in this game, no doubt. He is, and yeah. he's like... I don't know if he's harder than in, punch, in Tyson's punch-out, but yeah. it might be the same. Yeah. He's difficult. It's pretty tough. But if you beat him, you go to the world circuit. New character uh, from Ireland... Dublin, uh, Aaron Ryan. Aaron Ryan. This guy isn't hard though, from my memory. Again, he can be because he does like uh, a move where he like shakes you. Honestly, it's this. This is the last
0: opponent before I really don't like this game. It gets difficult because this next
1: dude. Y- yes, so is we, so annoying. We have from Osaka, Japan. Mm-hmm. We have a kabuki, I guess, character. I guess, yeah. I I, hey I, I guess hey it's like Kigero. the best way to describe I it. Yeah.
0: Hey, K hey, K hey,
1: uh, he's got long-ass hair that he whips you with and does, like, head-whip moves. This guy is a pain in the <laughs> balls. fucking pain in this the is, balls. This is
0: when the—it's like, it, it was already enough to deal with the kicking guy. This <laughs> right. guy's doing weird <laughs> shit, and this is where I, like, just want to throw my damn controller at this <laughs> <Right>. point. Like,
1: <laughs> this is where this game, like, really frustrates the shit out of me. It is frustrating. Uh, good thing for save states. Good yeah. thing for yes. save states on Super Nintendo, because how many bits? 16. Yeah. So if you beat Hey, K. Guggera, you move on to uh, from Milan, Italy, because opera— and, and, uh, <laughs> mm, this and, character is stupid. Uh, a, a palette swap and a head swap of bear hugger, same body. Mad clown. Mad clown. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb? Like I said, this
0: this circuit is like I hate this Mad circuit. Mad clowns hard. He throws yeah. balls at your face. This shit sucks. Like <laughs> this whole like the third circuit is just
1: awful. It, I don't
0: even know if I've made it past it
1: ever. It's difficult. Yeah. It is difficult. Because
0: it's frustrating because there's like a lot more people after it. So I, you feel like you get to this point in
1: the game and they just like cut you off. They fuck with you. Yeah. Now, if you do happen and get past Clown, don't worry. It gets easier. All you got to do is beat the champion of the world circuit. <laughs> Super oh, macho just, man. Yeah, just
0: like it's nothing, right? <laughs> yeah, like, let's just throw this asshole back at you. And as always, very
1: hard. <laughs> just the worst. And then, kind of like how to get to Tyson, you have yeah. to get all three undefeated. Mm-hmm. If you do it in Super Punch Out, and again, save states, if you do it in Super Punch Out, you get to the special circuit. Now, all these people look like they're from Dragon Ball Z or something. Yeah. Like, what What are these? All these people are a pain in my balls. Yeah. Z. Uh, <laughs> so, you start with the 20 year old Londoner, Narcus Prince. And his gimmick <laughs> is that he you can't hit him in the face. He blocks it until you do the right stun move. And so he's, he's, he's like, like Vega or something. He's kind of like Vega, yeah. yeah. And then when you do hit him in the face, he's like a big baby about it. Yeah. Narcus Prince. And if you beat him, you have to fight f- from Beijing, China. Hoi Carlo. Hoi Carlo. <laughs> he, uses, he uses his stick. <laughs> He's like an old man.
0: He's like that. that is um, he... No, you know from like those those kung fu movies that yeah, the he... old guy trains the the, the kid yes, or whatever? that's what he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he is. He's the old kung fu master. He's the old kung fu He's master. He's like super dangerous. Yes.
1: Beats you up with his stick, his cane, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's unfair. And then the two final opponents are the Bruiser, literally bruisers. look like they're freaking Majin Buu from Dragon Ball or some crap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like they look like they were animated by that Toriyama guy. Well, like maybe they were.
1: Like, I don't they they might have been. It's too similar. So you have a Rick Bruiser, a, a bald with an earring, look kind of yeah. like Mister Clean, a <laughs> bald boxer, very very difficult. Rick bruiser. He only has one loss in his record, and it is to his older brother. The champion of the special circuit, Nick Bruiser. Nick Bruiser.
0: These guys are pains in the no, ass. No offense, this is kind of like anticlimactic. It's it like, is it's like two brothers. Like really, yeah, the Bruiser brothers. Dumb. Um, I got a confession. I don't know this. This game, it's good. Yeah, but it's just it's not doesn't have the charm. its just yeah, it's just like uh, the first half is really fun, and then it just becomes. Just a pain in the balls like yeah. for the rest of it. It really does. It, it's very hard. The special yeah. circuit
1: is really hard. I got a confession to make. Even though I beat Tyson, b- legit beat Tyson, uh, on the actual console, on the few times I was able to make it to Rick Bruiser, I was already fucking spent. And I'm like, I can't figure out how to beat this guy. So I never made it to Nick. In my ZSNES days, Mm -hmm. I save, stated, and rewound. You know, you made the hell out of it. Yeah, just kept going. And I beat Rick and I beat. Nick, attrition. Yes. But I've never. Beaten Nick Bruiser or Rick Bruiser legitimately. Yeah. Don't worry, Joe. I haven't either. Okay, uh, I know This is the one.
0: This is the one where it's just like I just find yep the second half just horrible. It's very difficult like, yeah.
1: after Hey K Gagero. Maybe yeah. once you get on the Hey K Gagero. Hey K Gagero is like the one.
0: <laughs> yes. Like he's the one where you're like
1: I hate this game. Yeah. Like <laughs> I fucking hate this game. Now the the reaction of this game in '94, it was actually su- successful, well reviewed. But I think the overall consensus is it's lacking a certain something.
0: I think it's mostly also unbalancedness. Like you I think? do, I d- I th- I feel like the difficulty spike is way too early. Yeah, that's my personal take on it. You might be like right. I think it gets too hard too quick. Yeah, you know what I mean. Unlike the other one, that it kind of ramps up perfectly. Like it, it re- the other one really doesn't get hard until like the last three or four guys. That's true. Like this is like there's like. Seven people left by the time you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's but like, hard. but it's like it's only like
1: you're only like 50 percent through, and it's just it just throws everything at you at that point. That's fair, Quinn. I think also, and maybe I'm wrong, folks. I want to know what you think. If you grew up playing Tyson's and then you played this, you probably are gonna like Tyson's more. Maybe, maybe yeah. not. Uh, however, if you just started cold with this, I could totally see this being your favorite punch out. Yeah, I you know can see I mean? that too. Yeah. Uh
0: also, I also you'd be you'd be young and you could just spend all the time in the world doing this, but I didn't even right. have the card of this. I only had the ROM. I uh I only rented it. I never yeah. owned it.
1: Yeah. I, only, I, was I, rent, yeah, rent. I definitely rented, I rented this game. A lot, but, but like I didn't own it own I didn't it. Either. Well there was one more version. Fifteen years later, they can brought we, it to Nintendo Wii. Can we say this about this
0: game? Yes. This is more of a tribute game than it is like I know, like, it's good. It's not, like, a bad game or anything. Yeah, yeah. But it it definitely, like, it reeks of, this is for the people who liked the original, like, this is a tribute kind of situation, Oh, yeah. I mean, you and
1: I were very interested in it when it came out.
0: Right, because it was just, like, just so cool that they were, like, even making another one. Yeah, and they
1: updated all the characters for the Wii, obviously, and they're goofy, and they're funny, and we're just gonna briefly run down the roster here. It's almost everyone that is from an existing game, so... Thankfully, Glass Joe is back. Yeah. Not Gabby J. Yay. Uh, Von Kaiser, the number two again. See, I like that. I like that that. they do that on the first two, yeah. Now, the number three here is the only new character, Disco Kid, who is kind of, I guess, the equivalent replacement of Kid Quick. Oh, okay. Similar in gameplay. Interesting, yeah. Uh, But it is a new character. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd think they'd throw in a lot of new people, right? Yeah, but they didn't. Yeah. King Hippo Mm -hmm. in the minor circuit. Then into the major, it is the renamed piston Hondo. They did that to avoid issues with Honda. <laughs> they the finally Japanese. Honda's like, hey, yeah, like, like you're using our name here. Yeah, right? can you stop? Yeah, uh, bear hugger with a nice there clean shaven head this time a and a Too beard. clean for my. Liking. Yeah, not husky, not not grizzly enough. Yeah. Uh, great tiger, Don Flamenco with rose in mouth, of course. Surprisingly, Aaron Ryan. That's a weird return. He's like shitty. nobody even cared. I know. Like,
0: <laughs> You know why you don't remember him? Because the next fighter, the Hooray Kakawa or whoever, <laughs> like, it stinks. Hooray and that, K- that, I just remember him as the last time I give a shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, Aaron, Ryan. I mean, they could have, they're going to use someone from Super, but use Mass Muscle or somebody. I don't know. Mad Clown. Anyway. Don't uh, use Mad Clown. Why?
0: I don't like him. Okay, sorry. Uh,
1: after Aaron Ryan is Soda Popinski. Mm-hmm. Then Bald Bull making a triumphant return. He's pretty, he's pretty deep in the game. Yeah, well, yeah, he yeah, deserves be. Yeah. yeah. And then the uh, the last two guys here, Super Macho Man. Right. And the final boss, and this is fitting. We've been talking about him the whole run here, Mr. Sandman. He's been an MVP. Like, he right? has he gets, been. he gets to be the, the champion, finally. Yep. And then they have, which is really cool, alternate artwork for all your title defenses. So in your defenses, you're going to fight Glass Joe, but with headgear. Right. <laughs> it's very funny. Von Kaiser with a haircut. I thought this was
0: such a cool, like, the little spin at the end, right, where yeah. you fight all these other, you fight them all again to yeah, defend but, your
1: belt. Yep. Disco kid, but with, like, a blondish hair. King Hippo with a larger, stupider crown. Right. <laughs> Piston Hondo with a uh, different headband. Hondo. Hondo. Uh, bear Hugger with a hat. Yeah, he looks like Seamus or something. <laughs> hat. Great
0: Tiger, but I don't know yeah, what they I, changed I, about it. There's literally him. nothing different. <laughs> I don't understand. It's probably just his pattern.
1: Yeah. Uh, Don Flamenco just looks angrier. His rose is burnt out though or something it's all messed up it's wilted yeah aaron ryan shitty so literally not different yeah like it's the exact same pose soda pop bald ball Mm -hmm. super macho mr sandman and then guess what what donkey kong yeah so donkey kong (laughs) assisted hey
0: you might as well uh, pay tribute to the the, where all this shit
1: started for nintendo right yeah Uh, yeah. and we (laughs) should put him in the game (laughs) and you mentioned earlier quinn that uh that they got it right with Wii. Little Mac is the character, like officially. Yeah, yeah. Green gloves,
0: black hair, black tank top. And this would be the version they would eventually use for like Smash Brothers. And yes. like, this is how he's like looks in like Nintendo canon, like as, yeah, outside
1: of the Punch Out series. Exactly. And Doc Lewis is in the game. And they also made a DLC. Slash, like, I don't know, it was part of some Nintendo Platinum fan club thing.
0: They, the, the, the the fun club fun of, club. like, back then or whatever. Yeah. Like, they did have it on Wii, which
1: was kind of funny. They, they like, brought it back, and, and you got this, like, version of it. Doc Lewis's punch out. It's weird. Hey, it is what it is. This game was well done. Well Again, received
0: at the well time. Well received. Yeah. Wii- it just was very tribute. Like, it, I feel like it's not treated with as much seriousness it's more for, like, the fans. Like, it's like a, it's not, like, a serious, like, we're innovating anything. No, or, no, yeah, no.
1: It's like... Well, it was a good use of the Wii yeah. technology, right, to do Plus, a game you like could, this. Yeah,
0: and you could play it just controller-wise, if too, you if you liked. Yeah. Um, they didn't, like, force you to use the motion. Thank God, because yeah. I played it
1: with the control yeah. when I it, but, uh, I did try it with the motion yeah, when so first I first got it. It's but then, Yeah. But, I mean, eh, I'd rather play it with the regular control. Yeah. I think, overall, these Punch-Out! games, though, all of them, all of them, are fun, super fun, right? I mean, really, they, they are. are. They
0: they are. They're just a good time, and like I just, like I said, I like that they're
1: puzzling. That's what I always liked about them. They make you think, but they make you feel they they bring out some kind of visceral reaction whether it's fear of imminent danger or just the thrill of victory yeah. in, in certain situations and
0: and overall it's just classic great game design from Nintendo like it, it yes. it's quintessential to like Nintendo like you can tell this is a Nintendo
1: game from the character design to the music to the gameplay to the little intricacies and the details, yeah, all the, the little details and stuff, the quirks, yeah. yeah, and even to the fact that like even later down the line they
0: made kind of more of a tribute game, yeah, like that, like you know, older fans could pick up and be like, oh, yeah, it's back, baby, it's back, right? Yeah. yeah, like, and I just, I, I just think they they are due in my book to kind of like bring it back and maybe put some new fighters in it or something like that and you know we're getting to the end of the switch maybe the switch 2 or one of
1: those hey. uh, they could make a new punch out oh, video yeah. game we had what 15 years between games uh next year will be 15 yeah, I think years we're, i think we're due right we're it's due. Like, let's
0: launch that new switch with with the
1: uh punch out you think it has a future i think it has a future i think they could do it I again don't,
0: yeah it's not like definitely one of their like franchises that they're gonna make it and it's it's like Zelda sells like 10 million yeah, in no. like three days or it's some different. shit. It's like it's not doing that, but I think it's a great little like, hey, in between like some of their bigger releases, they could throw a punch yeah. out out there.
1: It's not even one yeah. of their biggest franchises ever. Yeah, but it's one of the most loved. Yeah, it's one yeah. of the most beloved. It's one of the most memorable and I love it. One of my favorite Nintendo games is Mike Tyson's punch out ever. Yeah, the mm. first one. Definitely literally ever yeah uh, and we hope that we conveyed our enjoyment of this series to you maybe you learned a thing or two And if we forgot anything, we apologize, obviously. But let us know: Did you beat Tyson? Which Punch Out game was your favorite? Needs to be the poll. Yeah, I think it should be. I think we should have a few polls on this one. Let us know all these things. Make sure you follow us at AWM Podcast on Twitter and join our Facebook group. And let us know your thoughts and feelings on Punch Out, any and all versions that you played. What's your favorite? What's your favorite? Frank Bruno's boxing? Don't bring that up. Power Punch Two? I don't know. (laughs) We'll have to find the arcade. The arcade, maybe. Uh, But one way or another. Thank you for being with us here. We, of course, will be back next week for something, guess what, completely different. Mm -hmm. Until that time, my name is Joe Morata. That is Michael Quinn, and we will see you next week. See ya. Like what you heard? Be sure to leave a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We
0: will see you next week.